Welcome to the Pathways to Profitability podcast, personal tales of business success, where we hear local business owners' personal stories of their trials and tribulations that got them to where they are today. Here's your host, Cheryl Mucha, CEO of CFO Your Way. Hello and welcome to Pathways to Profitability podcast. I am so glad you joined us today. And uh, our guest today is Amber Lee Forrester from Quartz Wellness Collective. And I'm super excited to have her with us today. Amber, welcome. Thank you so Thank much for you. being here. Thank you. So, so Amber, I always like to start, just give our audience a little bit about who Amber is and, and about your business. Sure, sure. So I'm happy to be here with you, Cheryl. I've um, respected you and your business over the years and and great that we've had a chance to connect. And uh, I am the founder of Quartz Wellness Collective and Quartz Wellness Collective is a multi-generational positive lifestyle company. I provide personal and professional development opportunities, mainly for communities of color uh, and the communities that we work in, but making more affordable uh, options and more inclusive options for personal and professional development for entrepreneurs, for youth. uh, And I also do a lot of work within the schools with teachers and parents. So that is my business. Me as a person, I'm uh, just a social girl with two kids and a husband living in New Jersey, enjoying life (laughs) and traveling the world. Yes. (laughs) Well, and one of the things that I like to talk about is that work-life balance and uh, you got it all going on, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I have to. I have to, you know, so I do business and personal life coaching and that balance is what keeps us sane, right? And so, you know, people see that I, I travel a lot through my social media but I'm definitely a work hard, play hard kind of girl. Yeah. And managing the children at the same time, right? Yeah. Yes. And then then there's them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A very important part of our lives, right? Yes, (laughs) yes, definitely. (laughs) So how long, how long have you been in business with Quartz? I know you had prior businesses before them, which we could talk a little bit about too, but how long has, has this business been going on? Yeah, yeah. So I've been a business owner for 18 years. Quartz Wellness has been, was founded in 2017. So I'm going on my fifth year and it's really evolved over the last five years. Um, But yeah, it was, we're, we're doing better than ever and just uh, in position to have a really phenomenal year this year. Um, If we have time or if you're interested, I'd love to talk a bit about the evolution. As as business owners, we start out and we believe our business is going to be one thing. And then we respond to what people respond to from and organizations respond to of of what I think we bring to the table. And that is definitely a big part of my story. Yeah. And I I was going to ask you that specific question to talk about the evolution, because I've been a part of that evolution with you. And it's, you know, it's a typical business owner's story. Like we, we figure it out as we go along. Um, And then things happen along the way that cause us to change course. And, you know, congratulations on the five years. I want to say that too, because um, that's a huge milestone. And I remember when I hit my five years, it was like, I could do this, you know, kind of thing. Um, But tell us a little bit about that evolution, like where you started and maybe some of the things that made you or caused you to change along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, 
would love to talk about that. So yeah, so where I started, um, and I'm sure we'll probably get into my previous business, but I was in a previous business and it was doing really well, but it wasn't serving me where I was in my life at that point. Uh, when I started the previous business, I was single, I had no children, I lived in Miami, I was footloose and fancy free. And as I matured and got older as a businesswoman, as a person, um, I started to have a different desire. I felt that my purpose was evolving. And so I've always been one for personal and professional development. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. There's, um, I went, a long, to make a long story short, I went from a public school setting to, I, I got a really great scholarship to go to a private school in the suburbs. And I was around all of these massively successful families. And I went, wow, like how do these people become this successful? And because I didn't have the resources necessarily around me, um, I would ask a lot of questions to the parents and I read a lot of books. I started reading a lot of business books and then a lot of personal development and spiritual books. How do I change my mindset to get to where I want to be? And so as a teenager, this became very important to me. Through my 20s, I was obsessed with this. It's always been something very important to me. And so when I looked at what I wanted to be doing with my life, um, I said, I really, I, I've always been the person to give advice or to help people work through challenges. I created a few um, empowerment programs and mentorship programs for youth. And so now I'm getting ahead and telling a little bit about my past. When I was on Shark Tank, I had a, uh, with my other business, I had a bunch of um, business owners reaching out to me and asking me for mentorship and advice. And I said, you know, I want to make a business out of this. And so that's kind of where it started, but I didn't really you know, get, know exactly how it was going to be something that I could scale into okay. a major business. Then. If I could just interrupt you for so one second, it sounds like in your teen and early 20 years, you were surrounded by a lot of great mentors and you took, not, not that you took advantage of it, but you tapped into that and, and really used that and, and just kind of were sponges at that age, right? Just absorb as much as you can yeah. When you're yeah. in that situation. I, I did. I'm glad you pointed that out because I don't want to make it seem like I didn't. I didn't have uh, I did have very supportive people around me. And once I recognized how to get once I started thinking about how to get from where I am to where I want to be, I started to reach and uh, ask for people to pour into me. Right. And I always when I speak to young people, I tell them when you're young, take advantage of it because right. people will pour into you when you get older, they don't care about you as much. So do it while you're young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's an interesting concept too to, you know, educate our youth about that and, and be willing as human beings to just be there for them and support them in a different way. Yeah. 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 I, I agree a hundred percent. This is part of why I do these mentorship programs, right? If people don't, if the youth don't have the people within their lives that are, are within their reach, these mentorship programs are such a great way of matching them with people who care about them and who will pour into them and, and help them to achieve their future goals. It's a great concept. I, I love it. So tell us a little, you mentioned Shark Tank. So I'm a, a really big fan of Shark Tank and um, I love to hear all the great success stories. So tell us a little bit about that experience. 
I know, right? That's always, everyone's always like, what happened on Shark Tank? <laughs> so, okay, I'll give you the, the couple minute version of it. Um, so back in 2013, um, I auditioned for Shark Tank, which is quite a process. Um, I had a company called, and I still have this company called Kane and Couture. It was a designer dog apparel and accessory company. And um, I had very quickly gotten into like over a hundred stores. I was in major retailers, Macy's and um, some other department stores, Rulala online and Yukes and these retailers. And this was at a time when pet apparel was very boring. And so I came in as this fashionable, functional and affordable line and Shark Tank found this interesting. And so I went through a couple of months of auditioning and auditioning and practicing um, with the producers, what my pitch would be. Um, they get like a thousand people who apply for Shark Tank every year, but only 100 actually make it to the screen. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, right. It's, it's really kind of nerve wracking, honestly. <laughs> um, but I made it to the screen. I made it to LA. We went out, we did the shooting and and everything. And uh, I convinced Lori and Damon uh, to back me. I was asking for, uh, what was it, $150,000 for 40% of my company at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they backed me and they worked with me. We didn't end up actually going through with the deal for multiple reasons. If I have to be honest, a part of it was that it was really challenging. And I was at that time asking myself, do I still really want to be doing this? I'm still in contact with Damon and Lori. I just saw oh, wow. Damon a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And Damon is kind of, um, pivoted in his career in, in some ways and that he's getting into some personal development too. And so I definitely plan on, uh, Repitching to him <laughs> with my I'm new business. Check thing out, you connected with them year. on LinkedIn. I'm gonna have to tap into that. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not on LinkedIn. It's we have now we have um, friends in common. We have some mutual friends in common, and um, he's uh, yeah. I just saw him at a birthday party, random. Oh wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But he knows. I told him, I said, you know, I'm coming back around. Right. And he said, I've been watching. I know, I know you're doing some things. I was like, I'm not ready yet, but because I'm right now I'm scaling my business. So mm -hmm. I started this business, I got my footing and now I'm working on scaling the business and the sharks really aren't interested until you scale your business. Right. So. Right, right. so tell yeah. us a little bit about that process, the scaling process and what that looks like. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like, this is some of my Shark Tank training. Like you, you can have a business, you can pay yourself, and then you can have a business that pays other people. And then you have a business that can actually be like scaled and, and, and bring in, uh, larger revenues. And so um, I do a lot of what I do in the personal and professional development, I do a lot of workshops. And I started looking at these workshops and saying, how can I scale this? Because it's so dependent on me. I do trainings. Um, so my main clients are schools right now. And I um, I do SEL, social and emotional learning trainings for parents and teachers. And I have a well-being curriculum that the whole community can watch these on-demand lessons online that uh, that are focusing on self-awareness, self-regulation, responsible decision-making, relationship and social skills. And it helps to develop a language that they can speak to each other to create this culture, a positive culture and community. Now, you know, us as kids, we had no SEL when we were kids. Right. It was like, go make good grades. That's right. just it. Right. <laughs> and go, go out in the street and play, right? And go play and come home before the lights come on. <laughs> that was like I'll, our I'll SEL. holler out the front door when dinner's ready, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, and so, but there are these things from our childhood of like, um, 
because I said so. And, you know, these things that where we didn't really get to express ourselves as much emotionally. And so now that our children are getting this mandated SEL where they are taught to express themselves, if we're not communicating that to the teachers and to the parents, then the kids are speaking this language themselves and it's not really working and it's not effective. So I do this in the schools. I've made the trainings on demand. Um, I am training facilitators that can go in and that they follow this curriculum. I'm writing a book, a workbook that the curriculum is a part of. And so that's basically, that's how I scale it. Once the workbook is done and the trainings are done, uh, then I'm ready to really start pushing it in other places. But right now I create it for communities that we have the agreement that they get one module per month. So for me as a business owner, I get paid to create this business that I can now scale and take into other places. I get paid to do it every month as I'm doing it, which was really a big part of my strategy and uh, has has helped me to position my business to take off later this year and next year once everything is complete. Oh, wow. That's, that's I'm so, so proud of you. and so glad to hear that, you know, because, you know, you're at, on the verge of doing all this a couple months back and it just to hear it all coming together. It's I'm I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Can we tell everyone how we know how we met, how we connected so they, they get sure. So how many years ago was it? Was it like three years ago? Probably. Yeah time goes so fast. Maybe it's four years by now. So Amber and I met in a, uh, a woman's group. It was a woman's program, a year long program. And we covered all different aspects of business from marketing to finance to, you know, um, price setting to, you know, every aspect of business, we covered a different module every month. And uh, we went through the program together and just have kind of stayed in contact and continued along together. And, and this group of women still gets together a couple times a year. And it's a beautiful thing. I love that. And I, I just want to say, Cheryl, it, for that experience for me as a business owner to be surrounded by other women business owners yeah. and, uh, and you know, people like yourself who were further along than I was in my business and just inspired by the things that you brought into the group, that really played a big role in um, me not feeling like I was just in it by myself right. trying to figure it out. As solopreneurs, it can be so tough sometimes to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that connection, that consistency that we had in meeting every month did so much. And one thing that, one of the things that you impacted me most was really getting me to pay attention to my financials yeah. and not just the passion that I had behind this business. Because when I pivoted my first business, it was about money. But then this, I was like, well, I'm helping people. And she was like, well, you got to make money, girl. So like, what, <laughs> what, what are your financials looking like? And I needed, I needed that at the time that you gave that to me to really start to get more strategic about where the money's coming from and how do I allow my efforts with the revenues that actually make this a sustainable effort and not just a volunteer experiment. <laughs> right, right. And, and it goes back to that mentorship. Like we were there to mentor each other and to, to, you know, pull each other up and support one another. And it, you need that. Like you said, we're entrepreneurs, we're, you know, running down this path by ourselves. We need others to support us and guide us. 
Totally. Yeah. And pull us up <laughs> when yeah. we when we have days when we just feel like, oh my God, rem- do you remember I had my breakdown one day? We yep. were doing a strategic plan and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> and you guys were like, oh no, 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 honey, get up off that floor. But it's so important. Like, you, you know, we met once a month. Yes. But we were there for each other regardless in between those meetings like we there was never any hesitation at least on my part to email any one of you or pick up the phone and call any one of you and whether a check-in or I you know have you do you have a contact for this or have you experienced that you know it's so important as entrepreneurs and to our audience you know whoever is thinking of making this giant leap, because it is a giant leap to go from, you know, the corporate environment to, you know, being your own boss and and following this entrepreneurial path. It's so important to surround yourself. Yes. Those that can lift you up. Yes. Yes. I, I ask, this is one of the things that I ask business owners when I first start to work with them, what is your support system? Right. And what is your resilience plan? Because it is so. there are so many reasons to quit, but <laughs> we want to get proactive about putting the support in place that when things get tough, when we have to ask a question, when we don't know where to go, who do you turn to? What is what, what do you do when you feel like that work-life balance that we talked about, when you feel like you've been working, 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 and you're frustrated and maybe not seeing the results? How do you put the... Uh, what you need in place to get you through the tough times. And then how do you really evaluate your success? Sometimes as business owners, we just keep going and going and going. And we don't really take a step to, we don't always take a step back to look at the big picture and evaluate our our success and even come up with what our plan is in moving forward. And I think that group was a big part of uh, reminding us to be mindful of doing so. And I've kept that, that, that habit, um, that practice, even though we unfortunately don't have our group anymore in the same form that it was. Right. But, you know, you've taken that experience and now are passing that on to, I'll call the next generation, um, because obviously they're the future of this world and the skills are the same. Yeah. 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 That's so true. There's a quote by Frederick Douglass that says it's much easier to build up um, the youth or something than to report broke than to repair broken men. I'm butchering that a little bit, but you know, it's so it's like people will, can get so stuck in their ways, and adults right. don't always want to hear, "Hey, this is how you do something different." Unless you're business owners like us, we're like, we eat right. what we kill. Tell me how we can improve. What do we need to do to, to get this right? Kill, right? <laughs> What I can't, you know, like not kill, but you know what I mean? Like we, we, it's, it's, um, it's really critical for us to be open to change. Um, yeah. in the work that I do on the personal development side, I really didn't expect to be doing as much work with the youth as I do and within schools, but I really enjoy the space of being able to create a positive impact in schools and leave children with tools and skills that they can use for their whole lives. And like right. that makes what I do every day worth getting up for, worth, worth staying up until 4 a.m., worth I'm back in school getting my master's degree, worth oh, wow. being in school along with being a mom of two, along with all that I have to do for right. my business because I know that I'm I'm making a difference and that really just makes me feel like I'm I'm on purpose and I'm doing what I'm here to do. 
Right. And those skills are, you know, we talk about business and being an entrepreneur and all that, but those skills that you're talking about have dramatic effect in everyone's personal life as well, because they're, you know, they're transferable. They're, they're skills, the the foundation skills that every human being needs. Yeah. Yeah. Life skills, right? That's I refer to them as life skills. Yeah. Because they're not, it's, you know, it's like, and this is how I translate and, and how I've gotten some corporate clients in that the work that I do is it's personal development for professional growth. It can be looked at in that way because to develop our leadership skills, we're developing our people skills. We're developing our ability to work through challenges and uh, to work under stress and all of these things that really come back to our mindset and our, our coping skills and, and our emotional regulation. Yeah. So important. So critical. And I, and I think so much of it has been lost in the generations that follow us. So kudos to you for finding this niche and being so passionate about it and, and doing the work that you do. It's beautiful. It really is Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Can I say though, I want, I want to say something about the youth because you just mentioned that it's, it's lost. I think that that they're, just doing it in a different way. If you think True. about for all times, every time the older generations look at the younger generations, like what are those crazy young folks doing, right? <laughs> like right. I have hope. I actually believe that um, our younger generations have so many strengths and skills that will serve them well. And right. it gives me hope. And it's not everyone, right? But it's what I hope through social media is that the light will shine from the people who are really doing the good things and that because of social media now, that there will be places that the light reaches that it wasn't able to reach before. The technology will allow people who were looking to connect with something positive to connect. And always, there's always gonna be the dark side. There are always gonna be people who just don't care and they don't, you know, right. whatever. But for people who are looking for the light, I think it's easier to find it in certain ways now with our technology. I love, I love that looking for the light and spreading the light. I love that, that it, it gives me a vision really um, of, you know, it just beautiful. Thank you. Aww. So um, is there anything else you want to share with our audience specific program or anything? And I also just ah. want you to verbalize how, um, how our audience gets in contact with you because we do do audio only. So. Sure. Sure. So. Um, I, yes. So my business, my website is quartzwellnesscollective.com, Q-U-A-R-T-Z, like quartz, the stone, uh, or the crystal. And, um, I have, uh, I have workshops every month. I do what's called Flourishing Fridays. And on Flourishing Friday, we, um, we do a group of women getting together to have almost like a virtual lunch together and talking about issues that, uh, that are affecting us in our personal and professional lives. I also have a positive parenting workshop that I do on the last Friday of the month at 11 a.m. Uh, and you can get on my newsletter to find out about those. Uh, and that newsletter is available through my website. The newsletter also opens up all the other engagements that I do when I'm doing a workshop or a talk. Um, your People know through my newsletter. And, and my newsletter has been described as a breath of fresh air. So if you feel like you could use some positive professional or personal encouragement and tools and skills and resources, I send this newsletter weekly that, that, um, that brings that right into your mailbox. 
Very nice. And I'm sure everyone can find you on LinkedIn as well and be able to see your LinkedIn posts. Yes, yes. Amber, I think I'm just Amber Lee Forrester on LinkedIn should should bring you right to me. Okay, perfect. Well, Amber, thank you so much for sharing your story and letting our audience know that it's it's doable. Like we can pivot, we can change, we can yes. we just have to kind of forge forward and and know our hopes and dreams and it's doable for yes, it is. Each and every person that lives here on earth. If you're ready to put the work in, if you're if you're okay exactly. with giving some effort, then yeah, it is. You can get from where you are to where you want to be. Yeah, for it's sure. not easy. It, you know, no one's going to tell you it's it's easy. Um, someone once said to me, "If it was easy, Cheryl, everyone would be doing it." Right, right. And you got to be a little—I <laughs> won't say crazy. But sometimes <laughs> it feels that way. You have to have that dogged determination, you know, yes. to really get to the levels of success that um, that we admire um, in so many others. Like they didn't just wake up and get there overnight. So yeah. we put the work in. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you for being here, Amber. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in. Um, be sure to go to pathwaystoprofitability.com to see this and all the other episodes of the podcast. Have a wonderful day. That's it for today's episode of Pathways to Profitability. Remember to ask yourself, where can I pay my success forward today? 